Thanksgiving Day To those family celebrations Passing our knowledge down through the years At the gathering of generations Every year it's the same
what you wanted, but your mouth said nothing, your eyes even less. Now even your carrier pigeons have been picked off by the vultures. There's only one thing left. Just around the corner from the Alpine Inn and down the road from Tussie's at 48th and Mormon Bridge Road, this is Pacific Street Blues, and it is Thanksgiving weekend. Starting off this week's edition of Pacific Street Blues in Americana with music from Ray Davis from The Kinks and a track from an old EP of his called Thanksgiving Day. Also heard from little Stevie Van Zant from the East Street Band and his uh, Disciples of Soul track, St. Valentine's Day. Now that lists off holidays throughout the year and started off with, yep, started off with Thanksgiving. So here we go. Today we're going to do our Led Zeppelin show. We've been talking about this for a while now. The band borrowed heavily from American blues artists from the 20s, the 30s, the 40s, and the 50s. So we're going to hear a lot of those original songs today. They also borrowed heavily from some artists, some folk artists, American folk artists from the 1960s. So we'll be hearing from that as well as some Led Zeppelin songs. They have a very heavy blues flavor. I'm sure you're going to love it. But uh, let's round out this set here. We've got music from Tower of Power, and they're going to do the old Sam and Dave track. Thank you. Now, this version is going to cover, include Tom Jones. That's right. It's very cool. Also going to hear from that little old band from Texas right here on Pacific Street Blues. I want everybody to get up off your seat. Get your arms together and your hands together. I'm getting some of that old soul clapping. You didn't have to love me like you did, but you did, yes you did. And I thank you. Didn't have to squeeze me like you did, but you did, but you did. And I thank you. If you took your love somewhere else, I wouldn't know what it meant to be loved today. You make me feel like I'm never 
shake it, but you did, but you did, but you did. And I thank you. You did not to make it like you did, but you did, but you did. And I thank you. All my life I've been short chained. Without your love, baby, it's a crying shame. take a brief underwriters break and come back with more including the original or at least lead belly's interpretation of the traditional british song gallows pole which was covered by led zeppelin on their third record the one that came after the whole lot of love album we'll hear that when we come back in just a moment Thank you. 
So after the band had broken up, uh, Robert Plant and Jimmy Page got together for a couple of records uh, together. This is a live album called No Quarter, and they did a lot of Zeppelin covers, but you can begin to hear Page and Plant, or at least Plant, beginning to experiment more with Eastern instrumentation, which is he's going to carry that into his solo career pretty heavily and eventually delve into uh, bluegrass with Alison Krauss. So the question is, is where did the band get its name? Well, there's kind of two stories. One story, this is the one I actually prefer, is uh, after the Yardbirds broke up, interestingly enough, the last guy to join the band was Jimmy Page. And so he got the name of the band, and he toured the band called the New Yardbirds, which was actually the lineup that today we know as Led Zeppelin. And they toured Scandinavia. And then they came back and they played the Club Agogo in Newcastle upon Tyne, where Keith Moon was, and he made a comment to them that the band will go over like a Led Zeppelin, and that's where the name came from. Now that's one version of the story, but let's to fully understand this. Let's go back a little bit. So uh, Jeff Beck is in the Yardbirds. He replaces Eric Clapton, who had left and joined John Mayall's Bluesbreakers, and he picks up this young uh, studio musician named Jimmy Page and brings him in as the bass player originally. And so Beck is beginning to get the inkling that he's going to be leaving the Yardbirds and he's exploring this much heavier kind of hard rock sound. And that sound is going to come out on his solo records, particularly the one called Truth. And so while they're in the studio, uh, Jimmy Page writes a song and names it Beck's Bolero after Jeff Beck. And interestingly enough, the line, it's an instrument, instrumental song, so Rod Stewart will not sing on this one. But the lineup on the band then is, of course, Jimmy Page and Jeff Beck, Nicky Hopkins, a very famous keyboard player and studio musician, John Paul Jones, who eventually joins Led Zeppelin, who is also a studio musician, and then the disenfranchised drummer from The Who, Keith Moon. Keith Moon's thinking about quitting the band. The band is kind of on the rocks at the time, and so he's kind of flirting around with these guys. And it's in the studio when they're talking about, let's form this band, it'll be a kind of a harder rock sound and Keith Moon says that it sounds like it'll go over like a Led Zeppelin so either way Keith Moon gets credit for the term that eventually becomes the name of the band but there's kind of two stories but let's hear the song Beck's Bolero and again Keith Moon on drums it's in three stages like a bolero and he's going to kick it into high gear let's hear this right now
there from Otis Rush and Eric Gales doing a modernized version of the old standard blues track written by Willie Dixon. It's I Can't Quit You Baby. And if I remember correctly, yeah, it's on the first record by Zeppelin. But Zeppelin picked it up originally from Otis Rush in the 50s. Now again, uh, so we're kind of splitting hairs here, right? It's the same singer. You're going to hear Otis Rush do it again. You're going to hear his original version when he recorded the Willie Dixon track on Chess Records, and then we just heard a version of Otis Rush with Eric Gales, kind of that hot, hot guitar player in the blues genre right now, doing a song that Led Zeppelin covers on their first record, which I think came out in 1969. So the old track here, I Can't Quit You Baby.
Zeppelin liked to cover songs written by Willie Dixon that I could see uh, in just the short time I've been studying them. They do at least six covers of uh, songs originally written by Willie Dixon, including a song that uh, Muddy Waters covered called You Need Love. Now on Zeppelin's second album, which I think comes out in 1970, they had a huge hit. In fact, it was their only single in America called Whole Lotta Love. So let's hear the original and then the cover right now. got yawning and I got funny Baby you look so how sweet and cunning Baby way down inside Woman you need love Woman you need love You got to have some love I'm gonna give you some love I know you need love Just got to have love Got to have some love. You make me feel so good. You make me feel alright. You make me feel so good. You make me feel alright. You make me feel so good. You make me feel alright. She's so nice, she's so nice. 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 You are fretting, and I am petting. Lot of good things, oh, you ain't getting. Baby, way down inside. Woman, you need love. I know you need love. You just gotta have some love.
Well, that's another example where Led Zeppelin covered a song originally written by Willie Dixon. The version we're most familiar with, of course, is Sonny Boy Williamson II's version of Bring It On Home, also known as Rice Miller, his birth name. Zeppelin covers that song, and, you know, it's a great song for them and really tips their hat to their enjoyment or their the fact that they're heavily basing their sound on the blues coming out of Chicago in the 1950s and early 1960s. Well, fans of Led Zeppelin and their album Physical Graffiti will like this next track. It's a track uh, called Boogie with Stew from the Physical Graffiti album. Now, this is a dedication to Ian Stewart. Ian Stewart, along with Brian Jones, founded a band called the Rolling Stones. And when other bands, in this instance Led Zeppelin, used the Rolling Stones mobile recording unit, Ian Stewart goes with him, and he's playing with Zeppelin on this track. In fact, on most of the album, uh, features the keyboard playing of Ian Stewart. So they're going to lift, Robert Plant is going to lift Ooh My Head, a song from Richie Valens. Now you're going to recognize Richie Valens. He did the song La Bamba. So they're going to lift that melody line and some of those lyrics and write this song Boogie with Stew. So let's listen to the Zeppelin song, then we'll listen to the Richie Valens track.
Rolling Stones fans are going to recognize this last bit from the 1986 album Dirty Works where they pay homage to the death of their founding member Ian Stewart on that album. We're going to take a brief underwriter's break and come back. We're going to take a look at how a American folk singer from the 1960s influences, basically really writes two songs that Led Zeppelin's going to cover. His name is Bert Yance or Yance, depending upon how you enunciate it. We'll hear from him when we come back in just a moment.
morning fair I took the air Down by Blackwater side T'was in gazing off all around me The Irish that I spied All through the far part of the night We lay in sport and a play Young man arose and forgot at his clothes, saying fare well to That's not the promise that you gave to me When first you lay on my breast You could make me believe with your lying tongue That the sun On your own is a fortune that you've brought with your wants and will. One morning fair, I took the air down by Blackwater side. Music there from Bert Yance and a track there called Black Water Side. And so uh, Zeppelin covers that on a, a track called Black Mountain Side. So they virtually lift it, uh, title and name. And interestingly enough, uh, the Scottish musician, I'm going to call him Bert because it's easier, uh, puts together an album in 1966. It's called Jack Orion. Orion. And so he's from Glasgow. <laughs> So, uh, Scottish guy. And he's going to get together with John Renburn. So when I was a kid in 1975, I got to see a band called Steel Eye Span. 
not Steel Eye Dan, but Steel Eye Span. And uh, kind of listening to that, I thought, well, these sounds familiar. So I went back and did a little more searching and found out he was not an American. He was Scottish. And so he's going to uh, put out a song later called The Wagoneer's Lad. Zeppelin will, and again, it's from the same album, grab that song, The Wagoneer's Lad, and record it as a track from the uh, physical graffiti album called Baranyar Stomp. Okay, and so I suspect that's Scottish, or I'm sorry, Welsh, which is where uh, Robert Plant was living. Uh, well, he may still live there, as a matter of fact. But they're exploring clearly the folk music side of Led Zeppelin. And I suspect what interests Paige about this player, Bert, is the amazing uh, guitar playing style that he has. Now, on this track, The Wagoner's Lad, uh, we're going to hear him play the banjo. But uh, he is an amazing guitar player as well. So let's hear Baranyar Stomp and then the Wagoneer's Lad, and you'll see the similarity right away.
So that's The Wagoneer's Son by Bert Jantz, and you can see how it influenced the music of Led Zeppelin with Baron Yar Stomp from their Physical Graffiti album. Now there's kind of a controversy about whether or not Led Zeppelin ripped off uh, the band Spirit, Randy California and Spirit, for the introduction for the song uh, Stairway to Heaven. Well, they did tour with them, and they did open for them initially, and so let's hear the song Taurus by the band Spirit, and you can judge for yourself whether it influenced Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven or not. 